Welcome everybody to episode seven of the Making Disciples podcast. I mean, we're already on episode seven. I mean, truly, this feels like it's flying by, and I just want to thank all of you guys for the support. I mean, this podcast truly has been growing. Podcast hasn't even been out for a month, and I just I'm so grateful for each and every last one of you guys. Today's passage comes from Ephesians chapter six, verses ten through twenty, and we're going to be talking about putting on the whole armor of God. And I'll actually go ahead and dive in, starting in verse ten. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, the words may be given to me, and opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the uh, the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador, ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. So this passage brings to our attention the soul foes, the soul's weapons, and the soul's strength. And I wanted to start in number one, which is the soul's foes. And it states here that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So our enemy um, is spiritual. It's not flesh and blood. He is. He exists apart from matter. And they are wicked personalities. They are out of sympathy from God. They are hostile to all that is divine, benevolent, and happy. They are organized, of course, personalities, and here they're all under one head, and in this passage mentioned as the devil, the one intellect that manages and marshals the whole group, the one that seduced Adam and Eve in the very beginning in the garden, the one that Christ battled in the wilderness. These evil spirits are not left to be on their own. Instead, they are managed and marshaled by one master intellect. These personalities, they reign over all that is ungodly, uh, where sorrow and suffering darken all. So now that we know who we're going up against, now we know who the enemy of Christians are, what is our strength and what are our weapons? And I'll start in strength. Um, The soul requires, of course, tremendous strength to be able to come out on top over these evil spirits. And now what is the strength that is required? And it's only divine. Um, It is to be strong in the Lord and in his power. It's not muscular. It's not mental strength. No man, no matter how much he tries, can withstand the mental game against the devil. No man can withstand temptation on his own. It requires a full trust, putting full faith in God to deliver you from these temptations. No man can do it on his own. We fall way too easily to sin. Even Christians, no man is apart from the temptations of this world. We're all tempted. So we have to be able to put our faith in Christ and align our will with his so that what we want is what God wants. What God wants is what we want so that we want to do right. We want to obey. We don't want the things of this world. We don't want, you know, the lusts, the desires. We want the will of God, and so we submit. And then our strength comes from faith in God, faith that no temptation is too much to say no to, faith that God will deliver you from all temptation. And then our strength comes from love. When our love is centered upon the eternally good, 
our strength is increased beyond measures. It gives the soul power that never fails, a power that endears all things. And then we have the soul's weapons. And the soul's weapons, of course, it consists of the defensive weapons and it consists of the offensive weapons. And I'm going to start in the defense. What are our defensive resources? The first that is mentioned is truth. This is our belt and it binds all of our other defensive resources together. And then two is righteousness. This is mentioned as our breastplate. Number three is the gospel of peace. It's like our boot that makes us firm in our step. Number four is faith. This is our shield protecting the entire body. Faith in Christ is the true shield that ensures us that we will never fail. This protects us from all the attacks that are thrown our way. And then number five is salvation. And here it's mentioned as the helmet. So these are our defensive resources, all five of these. And then we're going to go into our offensive resources. And the offensive is the sword of the spirit. Our soul does not only stand its ground, it doesn't, you know, maintain its position, but it advances and presses forward. It's to extend boundaries, it's to protect against the invasion. It is to conquer all other souls to follow Christ, and our weapon is the Word of God. Um, Hebrews 4.12 states, For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. God's word is the truth that defeats the enemy, the love that slays the selfishness, the right that defeats the wrong, and the happiness that slays the miseries of this world. We must be heavily reliant upon God to deliver us from trials, from temptations. The enemy never stops pursuing us because we're, we're his meat. We are his biggest target. We have victory in Christ. We have victory under his gift to us. So it's easy for him to attack us, which makes it really hard for us because like I said, Christians, they're not exempt from the temptations of this world. You know, the, we are his biggest enemy. So make sure to put full faith in Christ and you will have victory over your enemy. His goal is to lead you astray and to give you a false image of who you're following, of who you're devoting your life to. Make sure you're staying in prayer. Pray without ceasing. You know, over your Christian life, you know, prayer should increase in duration constantly. Prayer should run as a living current through your entire life. As much as men crave food, us too as Christians are supposed to crave spiritual food. Instead of sitting around and doing nothing, seek to know God, seek to have that relationship with Him. We grow in our relationship with God through prayer, um, not distancing ourselves. The more that prayer is implemented into your life, the stronger you will be against the attacks of evil. The more you'll realize that no temptation is too much to say no to. And then prayer isn't only to, supposed to be for ourselves. You know, here Paul requires us to pray for all saints. If you're praying for yourself, you're selfish. Instead, pray for all saints, every saint of intellectual grade, every saint of every social position, every kingdom, every tribe. Now, you might be asking, why every saint? Why all saints? And it's because all of us are members of the army that is battling the same enemy. The battle of Christianity is a common battle. It's the battle against the enemy, the battle against the error, wrong, and depravity that is everywhere. All saints are engaged in it, and therefore they should be prayed for. We must also pray for our ministers. Here Paul asks us to pray for him. And it's not so that he would be released from prison and set free. Instead, it's that he would be enabled properly and successfully to preach the gospel. Prayer is necessary necessary to overcome the common enemy. Um, without it, we are alone and lost. God offers answers and guidance that only he can give to us. We cannot fight this fight on our own. We're human. You know, even if you're Christian, we're supposed to live in the spirit and not in the flesh, but we're still in flesh. 
we still are subject to the things of this world, still subject to the temptations of this world. So make sure that you're staying in prayer. Make sure you're seeking to live in the Spirit. Know the worth of your soul so that you don't fall to the enemy. Make sure to be heavily reliant upon God, trusting in Him to deliver you from the evils of this world and to be set apart from it. In God, we will have victory. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. And we will have eternal life with God. If you today submit your life to Christ and follow him and devote your life to him, eternal life starts now. Eternal life does not start when you die. Eternal life starts now. Yes, you may die in the flesh, but eternal life starts now. Your spirit will reign forever. Prayer is truly the biggest key in overcoming the enemy. It does not need to be overlooked. It doesn't need to just be, you know, praying in the morning, prayer over your food, um, going to sleep. It, it's something that should be daily it should be throughout your entire day pray without ceasing like i said over your growth with christ your prayer life should increase in duration constantly um you know i find myself truly just randomly being like i, I really need to talk to god right now I, I i seek that connection so that he can strengthen me because there's temptations in every in everyday life i seek for god to deliver me from this world, for God to deliver me from the temptations, the lusts, the desires of this world. And I constantly pray that my will be aligned with Christ's, with God's, so that I want what he wants and I don't want the things of this world. You know, your prayer life should be increased over time. And I ask you to just practice it. In prayer, we are strengthened. And that's the main key. Know who God is. Study the scripture, be in the word, know who he is. The more you know who he is, the more confident you will be in who you're serving and the more confident you will be in the fact that he will deliver you. He will not let you fail. So guys, that wraps up today's episode and make sure to let me know if you're on Spotify, scroll down at the bottom of this episode. Let me know if you have any prayer requests. I will say if you're afraid that someone else might see a prayer request, just for any of you guys out there, it is private. It's not immediately published to the public. I do have the choice in publishing it to the public, but prayer requests I won't do. So if you do have one, let me know at the bottom of this page, and I'll be praying for you guys. If you're on YouTube, let me know in the comments. I'll be praying for you guys as well. And I just thank all of you guys for joining me on Episode 7, and I really can't wait to see you guys in Episode 8. God bless.